Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companions today are all three members of alternative rock pop group Wallows, Braden Lemasters, Dylan Minette and Cole Preston, who were in Tokyo for one live show only on their 100-plus date global tour. The interview took place before the show backstage at Ebisu Garden Hall, Tokyo, in February 2023, and was first broadcast across Japan on my InterFM radio show. For copyright, the music has been edited. Enjoy the journey. It is wonderful to welcome on board Wallows, all three of you. Hello. 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 What's up? <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. What's up with you? <laughs> uh, we're here in Tokyo backstage at the, at the venue, the show we're playing tonight. And uh, yeah, we're just really excited to be here. And you said soundcheck done, ready to rock and roll. Uh, as ready as we'll ever be. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is that ready enough, I wonder? Y- yes. Yeah, it feels good. You, yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tokyo. Having any time to have any fun while you're here in Japan? Actually, yeah. Um, last night we went out and then... We had some sushi. We had like an omakase this uh, this morning, and then uh, yeah, we have like a day and a half after this to hang out. So yeah, what do you love about Japan? Is there anything you're like, wow, I wish the world knew about this? Gosh, like everything. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'll just say like obviously the food. I've only been to Tokyo, so I've been here for two days once before, but right. like just everything down to just the way the streets are paved. Everything's just so <laughs> nice and so beautiful everywhere you look. It's just, I, I want, I, hopefully everyone, uh, it, it'd be cool if everyone had a chance to visit at some point in their life. Uh, they kind of are, I think. It's getting, it's just, right. you know, people are just coming back here. Yeah. I do want to explore more of Japan though at some point. Like I'd love to come back and just, just for vacation purposes and like go to other cities as well, but, um, and spend more time in Tokyo. But yeah, like it's. I just love being here in general. It's so cool. Um, I was walking around a little bit yesterday, just like from where we're staying. I just went and just kind of tried to get not like lost, but I was like, I'm just gonna go, no plan. And um, it definitely feels like every corner and every block, when whoever was building the city was building the city, it's it's as though they took what it looks like into account. You're like you're walking around and like every corner. It, I'm like walking through like real Tumblr. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like so uh, to me anyway. Just like such a breathtaking, clean, beautiful city. So um, we haven't gotten to see too much yet, but uh, yeah, like Dylan said, I'm excited to um, continue to see more. I like what you said. Getting lost in the city—that's kind of a good way to do it. Yeah, just meandering, just yeah. just going, yeah. and then you end up somewhere, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna go back." I guess. I was gonna say last year I watched like almost all the Studio Ghibli movies, oh. and they're some of my favorite movies I've ever seen. And they're opening a theme park not too far away from me right here. That is just some of the best stuff ever. So <laughs> I'd love to meet Hayao Miyazaki one day. Yeah. Incredible. Well, I hope you can get to the theme park. I would love to get to the theme park, but I don't know if it's going to happen this time. But right, right, right. We'll see. Well, you can sort of have a virtual walk around Tokyo and just pretend you're on one of the sets or something. So. That's also true. That is yeah. true. That is very true. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I see on your um, touring schedule after this, you after Japan, you go to Hawaii and then a whole bunch of dates across Latin America, South mm. America. That is cool. Nice life. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Hawaii is cool either way. To go to South America for the first time will be really, really exciting. I'm excited for that. Because the only Latin American show that we played so far was Corona Capital in Mexico City a couple months ago and it was amazing so I have, I have high hopes for all the festivals we're doing in South America and also the one we're doing in Mexico and all our shows and whatever it, it, those will be really I've been looking forward to those a lot so does traveling inspire the music obviously traveling changes all of us but does traveling get 
any inspiration or do you get any inspiration from the travels that goes into your art or your acting or your music? Yeah, I think inherently. Like I like when I can just sort of walking around alone and getting lost in my thoughts and all these places that we're in when, I, when I'm able to. And like it does make me inspired to just. Yeah, yes. I don't know how to explain it, but yes, I think it's just inherent in that right, way. Right, but. Right. I wonder if you see characters when you're traveling to, you get an imprint in your brain and you think maybe one day I can tap in on that somewhere or in something. Yeah, people watching is probably my favorite tour activity. Just like we'll end up somewhere, get a coffee, and then you just like look around at people. I also think that for us on tour or traveling and being in all these different cities, it tires me out in a good way so that by the time we get home, I'm like, okay, I feel like energized. I feel creative. Like home sort of feels more exciting than like if you're at home for six months, home can be kind of like boring and, and like drab. But um, being gone and coming back, I'm, I'm excited for us to get into the next thing because I'll be like really like, okay, I, I feel really good at home. I have all this experience. I'm like excited to be back. Right, right, so it's, right. it's definitely um, rejuvenating. The travel is rejuvenating in that way, I think. Being musicians and being in a band is being on stage the best or one of the best places for you to be? Do you love performing live? I love the stage, I do. I love seeing our fans up close and how they relate to the lyrics and the songs. I think there's nothing else like it. You know, you go to the studio, which I love, you make the music, you write the music, but then when you get to travel and see people from all over the world sing your songs, you're like, I remember where this was when we wrote it, now we're in New Zealand or we're in Japan and people are singing it, even though we haven't seen them sing it tonight, but yet, or maybe we have. They will. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, um, <laughs> they will. Anyway, yeah, so it's... Um, it's, I think it is one of the best places to be if you're in a band that's on stage. I've chatted with musicians a lot and they often, you know, people say being in the studio is a wonderful place. A lot of musicians obviously love recording and writing, but you have no idea how the music's going to end up or how people are going to appreciate it. But then when you're out on tour and you're like, oh my God, they love this song or, you know, that one didn't go how we kind of thought it was going to go. But being on stage, such a great place to go, wow, this is all that work we did in the studio, all that writing we did is kind of the payoff. I mean, yeah, I remember that happened with our first album. We put out our first album and then like three or four days later we went on tour or like a week later or like really quick. Yeah, because the first show was Coachella, right? Right. Weekend wow. one. So I remember we put out an album and then we played in, in Portland and I was like, I have no idea if they're going to care about these songs because we, we toured a little bit before and people liked the songs, whatever. But then we started playing and I was like, oh my God, they're singing the words. It was like the first time I realized like really quickly your fans can like um, latch onto a song and like love a song after like a week of it being out and then they're already singing it. Like I was really nervous that they'd sing the songs they knew and then wouldn't sing the new ones, but that hasn't been the case. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Do you say everything you want to say through your music or the things you really want to communicate to your fans, to the world? Does everything go through the music? I don't know. Tell me anything. <laughs> um, I do wish that I could like put words to paper. I wish I could be better at it all the time. Like I'm, I don't think I'm ever fully getting across what I'd like to get across. Like I'm, I'm always like thinking about how can I be a better lyricist? Like how can I, cause what I think the problem sometimes is like, we are very like we're melody first almost actually always. It's easy to get wrapped up in what a melody already is before you're putting words down. And then you just, I just get stuck for a long time about like matching words to the melody that we already have and doing the words justice in that way. And you just feel stuck sometimes where maybe at some point I should just try to put thoughts down and then like try to sing those words over music before having melody in mind or something like, cause that's might be an easier way. I think I'm always just striving to find a way to do that even more really. I think that's a good place to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as opposed to like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all good. You know? <laughs> I guess that's the nature of the beast, the nature of art. You want to keep making it better and better and obviously be passionate. about what you Yeah, do. and I think the passion comes from honesty as well. Like I think like just the key is 
you always feel best about when you're being vulnerable. Like that's what feels best. And that's you're like, well, I know what this means to me. And I know that I put my true feelings down. So hopefully this resonates with people, but like, at least I know why I did this. Yeah. I think like that's when you always feel best is when you feel like you revealing something about yourself to an extent, you know? And then I wonder being a lyricist, what's it like having fans, complete strangers, essentially reading your thoughts, perhaps reading your diaries and your journals? No, no. I mean, like if it, if it bothered me, I wouldn't be saying, you know, so it's, <laughs> um, I would say you got secrets perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fans don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I think, um, I don't don't feel weird about it like if anything you just feel like sort of empowered or something i feel mm. like when people are finally reading words that mean something to you it's like i feel sort of proud of myself sometimes in those mm. moments you, you just feel most proud of the honest ones really i will say there's like one or two lyrics i won't say which ones <laughs> that i feel like could have been better that i sing oh. and it sometimes it's like funny seeing people sing them because obviously they don't even know i feel that way they're like oh, this is great but i'm like oh this line's kind of funny <laughs> um, well, but can you so change it okay. <laughs> i feel that all the time every there's songs they play like every night i'm saying line i'm like oh this line sucks dude like this line is so corny <laughs> can you change the lyrics on stage i maybe maybe you should <laughs> but um but i see people who like they're singing it and i'm like that's really funny because i'm like okay no it's fine but um, that's that's a pretty funny bit yeah. what about in reverse acting when you're reading other people's words other people's scripts how does that feel i don't know i think it's uh yeah it's a different thing it's not as enjoyable in a way i don't know don't you think <laughs> are you gonna do that all the time I mean, every question oh um i don't know like i don't know how to answer that question to be honest do you, have you have you ever read parts that you have taken parts you've said yes to have you read words and thought this character probably wouldn't have said that have you had had the freedom to help oh. with the script yes yes absolutely i was on a show for four years like Every time we get a new script, I'd sit down with the show where we'd have like dinner and we'd walk through the whole script and I'd walk through every question and concern I have with him for every single episode and that would, we would make changes. So awesome. I've had that freedom before, which was really nice. It was like when you feel more collaborative in something or listened to and trusted in that way when you are acting, that's when it feels best for sure. Like that's why I felt best acting in, in my life was when I was kind of in control in that way. But mm -hmm. that was a great just relationship with that person. But yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, like. I think, yeah, right? Like, if you act, you get sent stuff that's, like, for an audition or something, and you're just like, yeah, if I'm like, well, this sucks. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, like, yeah, what's going like, on I'm here? I'm not reading for this, no. Yeah, no way. How often does that happen? What percentage of what you say yes to and no to, do you think? I don't know. Probably a lot. I mean, for me, it's, like, almost no all the time. Almost all the time, just because, like, a lot of times it just has to do with logistics with Wallows. Like, I'm right. focusing on Wallows, so yeah. it's, like, just kind of like, no, 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 no. Might do something later this year, maybe. Braden, you know, we'll see. We'll have some, we'll have some downtime where we can kind of, we have freedom to do other things creatively if we want at some mm. point later on this year. So we'll see what happens. Mm. Very quick bit of homework, if you don't mind. Each of you pick up one favorite song or artist that I can play on the show. Ooh. I know it's a really difficult question. Mm. I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to go currently. The Gorillaz album just came out uh -huh. and there's a song on it. It's called Tormenta, features Bad Bunny. And it is like, I'm obsessed with that song. I think it's like, it's so good. It's so good. So Play Tournament uh, by Gorillaz featuring Bad Bunny. That's a great song. All right. Cool. Nice. Being on stage in a band, the great place to be. What about acting? When does it feel really good? What moment do you love? I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll You're going to hand it over to him yeah, again. Wait, we'll, uh, Dylan, what do you think? <laughs> I don't really feel as comfortable acting, technically speaking. So I feel like... It's something that's kind of just more of a hobby in a way, you know what I mean? Where music, I feel like I put my full effort 
most of the time. Right. Not to say I don't like it. I just feel like I've, uh, it's always been more of a, a challenge, which maybe isn't a bad thing. You know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, there's more people to go through to get a job in a way too. Like with music, you get to just write and, and you perform it, but something about just like always trying to find something. Maybe it's not what you want to work on. It's just kind of all just kind of confusing sometimes. So yeah. well, music, you're in control of your own narrative, which is just yeah. a better feeling in general. Yeah. But, like, for me, music is more of a challenge, which is why I'm more driven toward it. Oh. Just in how I feel about it. But that's just because I've been acting forever. But, like, and same with Braden. But, like, I, that's how I view it. Mm-hmm. I want to go where the challenge is. I want to go where I feel inspired. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've just decided to just focus on music for the last couple of years. But, um, I mean, in terms of, like, fulf- like, the best moment, I think it's, like, the same with music and acting and probably just with any art form. But, like, the best feeling is when you feel proud of a project, whether it be an album or a movie or something, if it comes out and you think it's good, it's going to be really fulfilling. Be like, I'm a part of something that I believe is, is good. So it is a similar feeling really. I'm really proud of this album I'm putting out. Like I'm proud to be in this movie that just came out. It's sort of a similar, just when you feel like you did a good, you did a good job and the thing is good. Like that's same feeling of satisfaction really. Definitely. With the two worlds meld in any way, do you think? You're going to do a Hard Day's Night movie one oh, day? We almost did. <laughs> really? <laughs> you never know. Maybe we'll get more uh, multimedia one day. Yeah, if we can do something, like concert movies are oh. cool. Mm. I can't remember the last time there was like a really like cool kind of weirdo psychedelic concert movie, but um, yeah. It's Hard time. Day's Night's probably yeah, the best. Maybe it's time. Hard Day's Night's the best one, for sure. It would be cool to make a long-form piece of media that's not an album. Like, it'd be cool to make something, like Mm. a visual thing. Mm. It'd be cool. That's something we want to do someday. It's just when we have the means and the money and, like, the... The timing is right. Yeah, we got to really plot it out. But definitely, I think maybe. So Mm -hmm. so two of you have really got the acting bug. What about you? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm like generally kind of camera shy. I was in theater in high school, but that like barely counts. He likes real estate. Is this thing? Yeah, real. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Zillow. Yeah, uh, properties. No. Um, yeah, we play a lot of tennis. Yeah, and oh. I play video games, but yeah, acting is something that I. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good to step outside of your comfort zone. I think right. that's sort of what you meant. Like, right. it's it's it acting seems sort of very challenging in that way. Like mm. for me, yeah, I don't think his tennis name is Carlos Alcaraz. Not sure. <laughs> oh, I, <love> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of him before. That's, <laughs> yeah, that is the world number one. Yeah, yeah. Wimbledon this year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that would be my wildest dream come true. <laughs> for each of you, did something or someone come into your very early life that really got you on? the path you're on today my dad my dad's a musician i'm saying i'm playing his guitar on this tour his 99 stratocaster he is just one of the best musicians i know he showed me all the music i grew up listening to and uh he you know played in bands and played seen him all the time and yeah he's an amazing dude no one in my family really plays music i started playing music because i have loved the video game rock band and guitar hero I, i was like nerd about it posting my scores on the internet and stuff started playing drums honestly i feel like my first like the first time i was exposed to like what i think was like cool music was my older sister so she was watching like tv shows that i like didn't understand like she was watching like gossip girl but then gossip girl had such amazing music in it like alternative music that i still Mm -hmm. go back to and love so that was like my foyer into like music as a passion i think Mm -hmm. was like being exposed to it through my sister Gossip. Yeah, kind of like the OC. That's why we're Yeah, like things like that. Gossip. No, you're right. You're right. It's kind of the same sort of Braden. My, my dad was a musician when I was growing up and was in a bunch of bands locally in Indiana, where I'm from. So that was just, it just made it like cool to me. It made it something that I wanted to do. But 
Yeah. I always speak with people about the power of music because you do what I can't do. You're making the music and the soundtrack to our lives. So thank you for that. But for each of you, when you're going through a maybe a tough moment in life, do you turn to music personally instead of professionally? Gosh. I mean, I think yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of how I can like elaborate. But the short answer is like, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. There's so many songs that like help you through some tough times, some great times, some good times. Like it's just... Music is an incredible thing. It's funny, when I'm on tour, I don't really listen to music much. Like, I've been telling them, when I'm on an airplane for 14 hours, I don't listen to music. I just listen to airplane noise and my headphones. I have, like, an app that just... <laughs> because I love the sound of the airplane, but I don't like all the clattering of people eating right, right, right. <laughs> people coughing. So I just put it <laughs> for literally 15 hours. What's the app? <laughs> it's called um, White Noise. Airplane Travel. <laughs> oh, it's a really nice white noise. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a I'm a plane geek, so that's maybe even happier today. So oh, I can nice. go home and just listen to that all night. I noticed so nice. your phone backdrop. But I was like, it's yeah. it was a car oh, really? plane. Yeah. <laughs> you nice. should play that first on the radio. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, I have lots of jet sounds on my show. So <laughs> favorite yeah. song at the moment. <laughs> and oh, power music. Yeah. How about Sorry, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, I feel like when I've gone through like heavy things in life, it's sort of, I sort of put music down for a moment. I it almost like need a second or something. And then I need to like, cause I don't want to like, maybe it's associating music with a, a bad mindset. would make me hear the music differently in the future. I have no idea, but like, it takes me a second to get back into music. But then when, if I'm feeling sad, I, I like to listen to sad music. It's never the other way around. Like, oh, I need to make myself happy by listening to this happy song. You're just like, oh, I need to feel more sad right now. Yeah, I would say that in, in darker moments, like doubling down, like I'm going to feel it <laughs> mega, you know? Because, yeah. yeah, like the, you go through like a breakup or something and you put on like yeah. the monkeys. It's like not exactly kind of like, you're going to be like, this This is horrible. Um, I love the monkeys. But um, I think it, it like amplifies what you're whatever you're going through in in a good way it doesn't even have to be like lyrics it can just be like there's so much emotion in music so um i don't know what makes that so therapeutic the feeling of like listening to music that makes something you're going through more painful it just you want to like you just want to it's it's almost like you're soaking yourself into it or something i don't know what an interesting thing i guess i'll look it up and see what experts have to say about it yeah (laughs) okay time for another favorite piece of music play bad boy by big bang ah okay (laughs) sick it's one of my favorite songs why do you love it Oh, just perfect chords, great melodies, hooked me right away. Great. Fantastic song. (laughs) Nice. Album and tour title is Tell Me That It's Over. And I love that because you can actually read so much into that. Mm -hmm. Before you even get to the lyrics, you think, oh, you know, or was the relationship over? But then we're like, oh, great, the pandemic's over. What was going through your heads? Probably all of the above or not, I don't know. There's a song called I Don't Want to Talk on the record. And back, honestly, way before we started actually recording our second record and like before it was even really conceptualized, we were doing a bunch of writing sessions. And um, in that one session, we had music and then we were just passing a microphone and just like singing melodies. And then one thing that I happened to say was tell me that it's over in like, gibberish melody but it like you know sometimes you can pick out like oh it sounds like you're saying this and then that will be the the thing and then cut to we're in the middle of making the album and we had one version of it where it was super lush and long and very different from how it ended up and like halfway through we're like this is revealing itself in a different way why don't we like change the motivation change this and then Braden, i think or someone had thought of that as the title from that demo yeah Mm -hmm. and uh it all just sort of snapped into place halfway through the process. We're like, okay, let's just make like 10 best songs, this more concise project and call it, tell me that it's over. Yeah. So to me, it kind of symbolized like 
changing the name and changing the vibe was like a, a moment in the process during the beginning of it we had a totally different title in mind and then we started to like introduce the idea of other title options in our head and nothing was feeling right or but then i remember yeah talking to Braden, he was like what if we just call it time that it's over and that immediately clicked and i couldn't wait to call cole and be like oh let, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, remember we were like um, getting coffee we went to maru yeah. and yes, then i like yes. left and then yeah i'm fine with title track album titles but like i would rather not have that i thought the inspiration was because and i don't want to talk we say tell me that it's over more than i don't want to talk and it was sort of like for Braden, it was like, oh, it's like how Phoenix in the song Long Distance Call, they say it's never been like that a lot more than Long Distance Call. And the title of that album is It's Never Been Like That. So it was just like a sort of such a random, not important inspiration bit. But that sort of was like, a, oh, that's cool. That's really where, why we called it that. And then cut to on the song Guitar Romantic Search Adventure, the last song, start repeating the phrase again, talking about it's over on that song. And that was just because the outro of that song originally was just instrumental. And then I think it was Braden who was like, I think you, we should sing over the outro. And then I just was like, oh, maybe I can put a bow on this and like give more meaning to the title and whatever mm. and brought it back around in that way. So, mm. yeah, anyway. Starting out in the artistic world, very, very young, and you're still all very young. Do you feel like you've changed through this whole interesting creative process in life? How do you feel like you've changed from when you were really sort of starting out? I think, yes. What's interesting, though, is I feel like progressing in music in a way is just about going places you haven't been. So it's like in a crazy way, theoretically, I wonder if we wrote the songs on this album when we were 21, if right now we'd be writing the songs we wrote when we were 21, right. because we haven't written those yet. So it's like, you're always kind of trying to go a different direction. So it's like, naturally, yeah, like your music influences change and you grow up, you live more life. You, uh, like I said, you try to write different music than you've written before. So that's naturally going to be different. We were 21 when we started Wallows and we were... 14 and we started the band right. you know so we've been a band for a while so we've changed a lot since 14 i think well yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah right now it still just kind of feels very gradual to me so like I don't, i'm not like actively aware of what is changing i think that an important time for us will be the time right after this tour when we're going into making the next thing because i do think that we've been touring for so long i think tonight is 105 wow. of this tour cycle 105 shows i feel like even looking back at photos from coachella like yes. seeing like you and kevin i'm like yeah yeah it's My like hair was shorter yeah, shorter, <laughs> but just, at least you've still got some. I got yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. Weird. Yeah, like I like I see like the expression on my face in photos, and I'm like, I feel like there's like a different dude there, you know, <laughs> subtly. Like not I'm the same person, but it's like yeah. we've definitely um changed. It's mm. it's hard to say exactly how, but this next few months are gonna be really um important for us. And so. do you know what the next thing is gonna be? It's coming together. We're gonna crazy yeah don't want to give too much away but we're very much thinking ahead right now yeah it's yeah. happening the, right. the trains are rolling yay mm -hmm. nice one okay we're going on a very quick journey a virtual trip you've got a passport credit card mobile device you can take all those with you what's one other thing you must have with you in your life Ooh, airpods yeah. <laughs> Air <Okay>. easy <laughs> the music um, and i mean phone charger uh no airpods you've already got that okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't have this but maybe like a like a motorcycle oh and i don't ride i've never ridden a motorcycle in my life you want one i don't know i saw some guy on a motorcycle today <laughs> and i was like damn dude you're getting around you know so maybe that because then i can go more places i mean i have a passport but then i can just you know yeah. Pass my way through on motorcycles. So. Yeah, like that. It's a cool <laughs> answer. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, transportation. Let's go. What's your favorite mode of transportation? I love to drive. Yes, yeah, oh, okay. I love to drive. I'm not like into cars, oh. you know, but I love my car. I, cool I literally love it. I really do. Yeah, the feeling of driving. 
I think it's because we grew up in LA, so right, right. like that you kind of it, it's like built on cars. So right. apart from each other, you can have a travel companion on your journey. And who would you love to have a conversation with? Anyone from history, no longer with us, or anyone alive today? Is there one person you'd love to have a conversation with? Oh, I'd love to talk to Wim Hof. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyone know the Ice Man? I love Wim Hof. I'd love to to go on a little trek with him through the ice and okay. you know, do the breathing and um, be out there. It'd be awesome. All Wim right, Hoff. that's cool. really funny. Who's the <laughs> actor he's in the movie in bruges colin farrell the other guy what's his name brendan gleason Ye- yes is he the in new the movie as well banshees uh, yeah yeah it, it's what's his name I, i'm i think i said it right but i'm just gonna stop myself one more time <laughs> yeah brendan gleason i was right brendan gleason we're chilling with brendan you're gonna chill with brendan gleason he just seems so um right brendan gleason. cool Yes. <laughs> what? This That's dude's so amazing. Funny. What do you want to speak with him about? I don't know, just life and things. He just, every time I see him on my social media feeds, because he does interviews and stuff, he's well-spoken, but he's like really kind oh. and just seems cool. And he seems nice. like an interesting person. And? I don't know. Or is there a musician that you're like, wow, I I mean, a ton, but I don't know what one answer to give you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. a bit stuck. I'm stumped. And final choice, favorite piece of music? What's yours? It's just the first thing that came to mind. I haven't listened to this in a while, but there was a, a phase I went through where I was listening to this song every day for like months. And I could put it on now and still not be tired of it, but it's Back in Your Head by Tegan and Sarah. Oh, it's amazing. To me, it's like a perfect, I wish so badly that we had written that song. Because that song <laughs> is just, it's the perfect level of simple, but I sort of believe that that's in some ways harder to execute than a really complicated like everything throw everything at the walls type of song it's just perfectly exactly what it is nothing is out of place it's awesome great thanks for the choices well i've had a lovely lovely afternoon with all three of you Braden, dillard and cole wallows thank you so much thank Thank you you. and thank you for joining us today for more interviews and information please go to guyperryman.com